yesterday. The first uh, argument that the Mesut Sharm gives why this world can't be the world Hashem created as the makam of reward for a person. And that is because it's Kilo uh, ascribing to Hashem a very minimal, so to speak, ability to give reward. If this is the reward, if this is the most Kilo that a person was created for, so what's Hashem done for a person already? He's given him a life which is full of tzars. It's limited to 70, 80 years, whatever it's going to be. Why would that be, the, and, uh, the, the, so to speak, the, the point of the Bria to give a person, to be able to to go to a person, like, is this the best, this is the biggest good Hashem can do? And therefore we understand by the fact that this world, we don't see as being the, the perfect good that we can describe. We don't see it as being the Hatsava which Hashem can provide. Then obviously that's not Hatsava Hashem can provide. And if that's the case, it forces us to the understanding that there has to be something else. That if, if this isn't the world of doing good to a person, this isn't the world which Hashem created a person to enjoy, then it must mean that this is this is only a stage, and there's a different world for that. And now the Messiah comes to the second argument. If the point, the point of creating a person was for the experience in this world, it doesn't need a neshama. If the point of uh, the existence of the person was to enjoy this world, then he could have a guf, and he could have a nefesh, and he would enjoy this world more. This is an important point. It's not that he wouldn't, that the neshama would be unnecessary. A person would enjoy this world more without the neshama. Let me say myself. There's an amazing chazal. There's an amazing chazal, which he's going to bring himself in a few lines' time. And the pastor can get us, Fagam ha-nefesh lo-timare. Gam ha-nefesh lo-timare, which means the nefesh, in the context means the neshama, can never be satisfied. Can never be satisfied. And what does that mean? So we're going to see it soon. The musician is going to bring us chazal. And that is that a person can never fully enjoy this world because even though physically you can enjoy this world and materially you can enjoy this world, but there's a part of him which can't enjoy this world. And the Shama can't enjoy this world. It, it doesn't have the, so to speak, the capacity to, or the senses to enjoy something physical. Which means whatever physical pleasure a person is going to experience, you'll always feel that it isn't a complete pleasure. There's something missing. And the reason why there's something missing is because there's a part of him which can't participate. And skill is a part of him which is left out, can't partake of that pleasure. Now, if you wanted to do a person a bigger tithe, you should never have a because if all he has is the nefesh, all he has is his physical side, then the, he can enjoy it completely. There would be nothing missing in that enjoyment because it's a, the whole, so to speak, ability he has to enjoy is being exercised, is being utilized in enjoying this world. And it's only and the fact that the shaman is only interfering with his full enjoyment of this world. And if that's the case, al-kawakach, if a person has a shaman, it's a, it's, we learn from that that obviously this world is not meant to be a final point of enjoyment. This is just, otherwise, Hashem is doing him a disservice, so to speak, by giving him the Shama. It's preventing his ability to enjoy himself properly. Let me give an example to explain this a little bit better. Right? You know, it's, psychology today works very much. 
certain branches of psychology. But the idea that what interferes with the person's ability to enjoy himself is his conscience. When a person does something he wants to do, but his conscience interferes with him, it makes him feel he's doing something wrong, it makes him feel guilty, it inhibits him. And therefore, the, the mindset of that school of psychology is let's uh, try and do away with the person's conscience because it's just it's only acting to interfere with him. If I wouldn't feel guilty, I'd enjoy it so much more. But because certain things I want to do, but I feel guilty when I do this, I feel conflicted. And if that's the case, I can't enjoy it fully. And therefore, uh, what this, like I said, branch of psychology wants to do is to train a person that, not, that on the contrary, he should convince himself out of his conscience, so to speak. And that's the case, he can enjoy his life much more. But let's go back a step. If Hashem created him with a conscience, so then he's there for a reason. And if, that's the, if Hashem wanted a person to enjoy the physical world to the utmost, then there are inhibitions. And there's no, nothing in preventing him making the most of the opportunities. So why give him a conscience? It's just there to interfere with his enjoyment. And therefore, this is Mr. Sharm's argument. If a person has a neshama, if a person has a conscience, if a person has a side of him that doesn't participate in enjoying this world, then obviously it's not meant, a person isn't meant just to enjoy this world. Otherwise, why give him something which is going to interfere with his ability to enjoy himself? This show. <coughs> he says, not only that, this neshama person has is shetia gdoli yosimin amalachim atzma. He doesn't need it. If the point is to enjoy this world, why does he need an element within him which is greater than the malachim? It doesn't find any pleasure in anything that this world can offer. The nefesh can never be satisfied. You have a villager who marries a princess. Now he brings her back to the village. And he obviously it's his new wife. He wants to be good to her. He wants to make her feel happy. So what does he do? He brings her the best the village can offer. Any, in his world, anything which he has in the village to offer her, for her it's nothing. She is used to the refinement of the palace. She's used to the luxury of being in the king's house. So now she's living in some mud hut in some village. So yes, he's going to go out of his way to bring her the best that the village can offer, but that doesn't that, that, that doesn't speak to her. That's nothing which, which she can begin to enjoy. And therefore, why, why would I should give it to a person? Why should I give it to a person if he's meant to enjoy this world? All it does is it, it makes him not enjoy this world. And now this is an interesting point. Let's think about it for a second. Let's think about it for a second. The fact, the, what's human nature, never to stick to one thing, never to be happy with one level of enjoyment, whatever it is, always to look for different. Does that increase a person's pleasure or the opposite? In other words, in the animal world, if you give an animal a safe habitat and as much food as it needs and uh, there are no predators around, right, the animal is perfectly happy. He has no interest and no union to try and look for different. A person isn't like that. A person, even if you put him in a situation, imagine, you give a person, say, listen, I'll put him in a safe place, I'll give you as much food as you want. As a, no, you'll be kept at a perfect temperature, a comfortable bed. No one can go, no one can touch you. You'll be, how will a person feel? It's called being in jail. Right? An animal is only better for it. Now, where does the, what, what's the point in the person that doesn't appreciate it? That, and if, whatever the person is going to have, at the end of the day, he's going to look for difference. 
so the Rabbi Machshav explained it comes from the fact that because Vagama Nefesh Loiti Mole. There's something which a person, even if he's enjoying what you give him, but it's not a nap. There's something missing. There's something missing, and if I want to look for something else. And therefore, the same thing, as good as it was the first time, the second time, and the third time, but after a number of times, I'm going to get sick of it. I'm going to not enjoy it anymore. And I'll give you a simple marshal. Again, if, you, if someone offered to take you to a restaurant, and whatever you want in the menu, go ahead, buy it. The biggest steak that the restaurant can offer. The first day you'll enjoy it. The second day you'll enjoy it. By the tenth day in a row of eating the same steak, you get sick of it. What happened? It doesn't taste the same, but it does. But it's part of a person that what gave him pleasure stops giving him pleasure. Because it wasn't a complete pleasure. Mashankin, if you give the, a dog that same steak every day, he'll be more than happy. He's not looking for anything different. Think about it. What's the difference? What's the difference? The person enjoys it and the animal enjoys it. So why would the person look to change? And the answer is, we could say a different words also, but the, you saw it is, that if someone has complete pleasure for something, he'll keep he'll do it again and again. There's nothing missing in that. Mashiachin, if it's not complete, so of course on the whole it's good he enjoys it, but after enough times the lack, the area which is not the complete pleasure starts to be made. He doesn't enjoy it as much, and he enjoys it less, and he enjoys it less each time. So I enjoyed it the first time. If it's 90% and the first time is fantastic. Because the the chisarin shibai speaks to him more each time. Where it's not fulfilling, the need is not fulfilling, or the place is not getting to. Each time, more and more, he feels that what the point where it's missing. What does that mean by complete pleasure? Complete pleasure. That the entire person enjoys it. The entire personality enjoys it. And because there's the nefesh which is not enjoying it, so therefore, even though the first time, second time, every many times it's going to be, a person does enjoy it, but the enjoyment, where's that? He's using nefesh and nesham interchangeably? Well, he means the nefesh in the positive, he means the nesham. Like he says himself, it's something we may Now, if you think about it, one, one, one second, that's just one more point here. So now let's ask the question Who actually enjoys it more? Does the animal enjoy it more or the person enjoys it more? What? A piece of meat. You give the same, you know, succulent piece of meat to an animal, to a dog, and to a man. Who's going to enjoy it more? The man. Probably the dog. Because there's nothing missing. He enjoys it 100%. That's all he's interested in life, and it's 100% enjoyment. He's not interested in anything. Tomorrow he has 100% pleasure. Thank you. The expense of Ayla is something which is going to explain that's just complete pleasure. If you mentioned the I'm not arguing with the facts about saying the Matthias is... Did you really is, enjoy it the first time? The, the Matthias is that if a person enjoys something more, he doesn't have to leave it. He's getting full on out of this. You do it. Uh, when it comes, if you're going to take the contrast, we spoke about physical pleasure, which a person gets bored of, a person loses their interest in because it wasn't a full pleasure, because that's the Matthias. And for the animal, it is a full pleasure for a person that's not. And if you're going to take the contrast, okay, so let's talk about a Rukhni pleasure. What about learning Torah? Now, if you're asking the Matthias in the world, for most people, it's not a full pleasure, which is why they get bored of it. Why is it not? And why not? Because they haven't, it, it's the other way around. In other words, they haven't got their body to enjoy it. So now, Mimela, it's not, it's not speaking to that part of them. So Mimela, it's not something which is completely fulfilling. Satisfying. Masha'enken, if you're going to look to Gedolim who were on that target, when the Vilna Gaon's test of acceptance into his group of students, his group of students, the Vilna Gaon had a select group of Talmudim that he taught, and obviously there were many, many people who wanted to join the select group of Talmudim that Vilna Gaon. What is the Gaon's test to see if someone accepts it? Learn it so again. And again, and again, and again, and again, and again, and again. And he used to watch. 
by the cut to the tenth time, the twentieth time, the thirtieth time, was a person like kind of running out of steam, or was he getting more into it each time? And he said, if a person gets more, if you watch, if a person each time he went out of the same Gemara again, he got more into it and he was enjoying it more. Good, that was something he was willing to take as a Talmud. But if every time he saw that it was, you know, the guy was slowly, slowly losing interest and losing enthusiasm, not interested. And what did he want? That a person's, exactly, that's exactly the point. When a person feels completely he's enjoying something, I don't have to, I don't have to have that. I don't have to lose enjoyment. That's clear I'm enjoying it, I'll enjoy it next time as well. What's the next thing that gets there? Therefore, I'm going in one direction. In other words, the Nishama can never enjoy physical things. It can't. It's, 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 it's a basalalik. It won't enjoy these things, it can't enjoy these things. And therefore, you'll never get the Nishama to enjoy this body. The, the, the best it can do is you'll enjoy it with the rest of your body and the Nishama will get not be involved. Masha'ank and the other way around, that is possible. It's, it's, it, needs, it needs a voida, it needs a mahalik how to do it. It's possible to get the body to enjoy something ruchni. It needs the body, it has to bring the darga. It's possible to get the body to enjoy something ruchni, but it's never possible to get the nishama to enjoy something gashmi. And therefore, it, for most people, it's true. Most people are conflicted. They have nishama wants one thing and the body wants something else. And therefore, they don't get full pleasure either. And that's what the nishama is talking about now. So the Hashem didn't do a person a service if for putting him in a situation where he can't enjoy anything properly because if, if the point of, his, of what Hashem has given him to enjoy is this world. Mashiach. Okay. If uh, what Hashem has given a person to enjoy is Olam Abba. And understanding what Olam Abba is, and we'll see how this happens, there's a process for this, how the body can also be brought to enjoy what the Nishama enjoys. So then you have a situation where there's something which is complete enjoyment. There's nothing in opposition to it. There's nothing which is kind of fighting against it. And it's true that the experience of Adam Abba and Derek Hashem and Shairish and Perkimel explains by Rikos Kodal how that process happens. Right? We can talk about it, but not now. There's a, there's a mahalik and how the, how the neshama, so to speak, changes the body to enjoy what the neshama enjoys. But the truth is that for a person who's on the level, it's shaykh in this world too. That's what it means that a Talmud Chacham is like a Rechina, but a Rechina, but a Maybe it's what it means. It could be other as well. But uh, for sure, it's possible that in, in, here in this world also, a person can already initiate their process, which means that they can bring their body to enjoy something which is better than a simch of the neshama, or enjoyment of the neshama. And the side is, when that happens, it's a much more complete simcha. It's a much more complete enjoyment. Because a person doesn't feel that I'm only partially enjoying this. I don't think a part of me which is missing out on this. Agav, it wouldn't... The final points of a college is that a person can use Ayla Mazah in such a way that it doesn't conflict with Nishama. It's doing both together. Right? So you mentioned Shabbos. Good. Uh, I don't like using the example because not everybody has an experience of a Shabbos. But let's say it's possible. It's possible that a person can combine the two. And now this is where people don't have, and it's a mistake. Uh, people don't have. They think that if a person is living a Rukhmi life, right? It's at the expense of enjoying this world. It's at the expense of enjoying this world. The people who want to connect to the neshama can't enjoy this world. The MS is that for the person who's connected to his neshama, enjoying this world in the framework where it's part of a virus Hashem is a more complete pleasure. It's a more complete pleasure because it's not, there's no conflict. It's something which the entire person is involved in and the entire person is enjoying. Like Maybe. I'll give a marshal for this. I know from, from something which is started on the one hand, it looks sweeter. It looks like the forbidden fruit, which is more enjoyable. 
The mitzvah is it's not. And the reason is because there's only that much, that, that, that chalik of the person which is enjoying it. Like we said, there'll be a chalik which doesn't enjoy it. And therefore it's not a complete hana. Masha'en can, that where a person dies as part of a virus Hashem, which means something which is involved with the Shema as well, it means the hana is more. They enjoy it more because it isn't, it's not something which is compartmentalized. It's not like it's a chalik of him which is enjoying it. Adarabha. Someone which is a complete enjoyment. And again, this is something which is not here, but in other places that Amchal talks about, that there was a certain level, Kilo, where the Goyim were jealous of Klai Yisrael's Hanah. It's an amazing thing. Yeah, they were jealous of Klai Yisrael's Hanah because they don't have that Hanah. Because even as much as you're going to make this world better, at the end of the day, it's only dealing with one side of the human being. It's only with one side of the human being. Something which is more all-encompassing is a major great hana. And I want to give you a simple marshal for this. Not talking about Ruchnes Pichra. I'm not talking about the Nishama. Right. And that is something which we can all relate to. Right. And this is a simple marshal just to explain this point. Imagine you were by yourself. You had gone overseas to whatever city it was for... I don't know, for whatever reason. And, you, okay, so you're, you're overseas guest somewhere, a visitor, so you want to eat. You go to a restaurant. It might be the most fancy, top-of-the-market restaurant. And it might be you can afford to buy the best food you want. And you're sitting by yourself at a table with whatever food you chose, and you're having your lunch. Option number one. Option number two is, if the same massive, but you happen to meet your best friend there. You your best friend there. And you're going to have the, you're going to share the meal with them. This is the same food. Just the one option is you're sitting on your own. And the other option is in exactly the same situation. Just you happen to meet a very good friend and you invite him to join you at the table. Now, which when are you going to enjoy the meal more? Of course the second one. We all understand that it's our reasons partial. Because the first one only appeals to a certain part of me. And it part appeals to the physical part of me which enjoys food. The second one speaks not just to my nefesh, it speaks to my ruh. Because to share a meal with somebody else is an emotional connection too. And therefore, it's not just that I enjoy the conversation. I'll enjoy the meal more. It makes a difference. And now if you want to understand this principle, which everyone can, like I said, it's an easy muscle, take it up a notch. If you can involve the neshama in this too, so then it makes it a much greater pleasure. Uh, no, it's not a good example because that that detaches it. There's two separate things. Like he's learning his Gemara and why he's eating his steak. It's like you're doing two things simultaneously. It's if you'll enjoy everything more, right? Just like we understand, if you connect the emotional to the physical, you'll enjoy both more. Then if you connect the spiritual also, then the shamachelik, you'll enjoy more as well. Okay, so that, that's just a side point. The aside is the same as we said before, and the aside is that if, uh, when a person enjoys something. With only a certain part of himself. It's not a complete hanah. It's a partial hanah. It's not a, full, a person doesn't won't enjoy it long term. It doesn't provide a full hanah. It provides a partial hanah, and therefore it's going to it's going to eventually lose interest. Something which gets a full hanah or something, it's perfect. It's fantastic. He wants more and more. Of it. And that's why an animal can enjoy the same thing again and again and again every day. And there's nothing missing. An animal that's 100% hanah. Masha'enkin, for the person, it's missing something. And if it's missing something, then it's going to look for something else. Because it doesn't fulfill the need. It doesn't fulfill a person's bad and rotten to get something which is complete. Well, now, enjoy eating with another animal more than... 
What's the Shishon Khan to get to? He says, if that's the case, we, he's printing a second raya. A second raya that Olam Azeh is not the, 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 the tachlis of the Hanna. Because if it would be, then Hashem has done people a tremendous disservice of making them a situation which they can't enjoy properly. Of making them a situation which they can't fully enjoy. And therefore, it must be that this isn't the full Hanna. It must be that this is only a temporary thing, and it's not there for the full Hanna to be something else. Hashem wouldn't create something in, to be in a situation where it doesn't want to be there. And therefore, to create an neshama in this world where it's not going to be fulfilled and it's not going to be happy, what would be the point of that? And therefore, it must be, like we'll see next time, that the, the tactus has to be. The reality that creation of the person is for him above. Because that's something which a person can fully enjoy. And therefore that's something which has the potential to be a complete unknown. Why? Why be something which the Neshama rejects like this? Something which enjoys and appreciates. Is that Pashat? That's, that, that's Pashat. And the Chiddush, which he hasn't explained yet, is it doesn't look around that. It's not the other way either. It's not that the, the body enjoys this world and the shaman enjoys the next world. Like we said, and that's the case, it won't be a full pleasure there either because only a part of a person enjoying it. No, it's the other way around. The Nisoshan does this, but Derech Hashem does. Oilam is something the body can also appreciate. And this is the puzzle which he brings in Shashirim. And so it's hidden. Samalachonashi, that's the nefesh. Kamalachonashi, that's the My physical body also wants death. I can also appreciate that. And then that's the concept of Hanash Lehmann.